Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season five, episode 14, Canterlot Boutique. Although Rarity's dream of owning a beautiful boutique has finally come true, her success comes with a price she isn't sure she's willing to pay. It's a rarity episode. It is a rarity episode. Uh, it's a highly contentious subject in our stable. Rarity's rating is currently at a six. And I think, I think... We're going to boost that a little today. Oh, no. But first, we have a guest. A guest! Our guest is our Kids on Bikes bike mate? Fellow cyclist. It's Kate! Hi, guys! It's Kate! Hi, Kate! How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're so happy you're here to talk ponies. Me too. Kate sent us an adorable video about her niece talking (laughs) ponies. Really warmed our heart. (laughs) it's quite precious she has a passion for coloring the ponies other colors and she likes to say um this pony's supposed to be this color but i want to make it this color instead (laughs) i fully support this i mean that's how they make all the background ponies yeah pretty much (laughs) so kate what is your experience with my little pony my experience i would have to say is probably pretty limited I've explained in other podcasts, I have a habit of having like a cultural awareness of a lot of pop, pop culture things without having any in-depth knowledge or experience with it. So to that end, I would say a lot of my facts come from my niece, who has explained to me quite a, quite a good deal, uh, mostly about what colors they're supposed to be. And then aside from that, Patton Oswald has a bit in his Talking for Clapping stand-up special on <laughs> yes. Netflix. And good, I've passed on the torch. I've passed it on. And she can watch, you know, the adventures of Twilight Sparkle and Twilight Sparkle. Well, she starts off in the series. She's working for Princess Celestia. Twilight Sparkle's a unicorn. There's three kinds of ponies in, in the, there's unicorns, there's pegasi, and there's earth ponies. And you guys hadn't heard it the first time I saw it. And I was like, I sent you guys, I was like, this is the time, Mark, you need to watch this. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, it's a lot, it's a lot of detailed information because Patton. Uh, yeah, Patton, he voices a character in season six. Ah. And I know in the final season, him, his wife and his daughter are going to voice characters. Oh. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Though I will say, when I did watch that clip, he started saying a bunch of stuff. I was like, that's wrong. That's incorrect. It's not, it's, okay, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to patent Oswald, patent Oswald about my little pony. Okay, well, suffice to say, most of my information is probably wrong then, because it's coming from a four-year-old and patent Oswald. He got some general ideas correct, but just there's some specifics that are a little skewed. And I w- I'm going to guess... The four-year-old knows a bit more. Though I did, our our son, who is also four, has been obsessed with the movie as of late. And so I've asked him a couple times, okay, who's your favorite pony? And every time he goes, I like all of them. Oh. He doesn't, he doesn't want to tell me that he has a favorite, which I appreciate. But I'm also like, come on, dude, pick a side. <laughs> so we had you fill out a quick little survey before you came on. And you said that Rarity was your favorite pony. I did. 
Did you get that? I just wasn't, I was just putting names. <laughs> no, I didn't. I put rarity because at one point specifically, you guys said that you were saving a rarity episode for me specifically. So, I'm self-centered. That's what I got. <laughs> I am I am all for this. <laughs> After having watched this episode, how do you feel about rarity? This episode as a standalone, I'm all right with rarity, but I feel like she makes a, a lot of commitments and then has a lot of complaints when she doesn't communicate her wants to other people. So I don't know if maybe I identify with that too much or... (laughs) We have an ongoing feud, David and I, regarding whether or not Rarity should be allowed to be a full-time pony of the main six. And so we have a Rarity rating. She's currently at a six. And she can lose or gain points and half points based on her behavior in a particular episode. And and so we'll have to get into that towards the end of whether or not she earns points or loses points based on this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there any big thing that you are confused by before we get into the episode? Any pony stuff we need to explain? Okay, so clear this up for me. Does Rarity usually have a song for whatever reason? Not all the time. Okay. <laughs> it varies, but it's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. Rarity usually gets one song per season for sure. Yeah. Makes sense. This is not this is not unusual for her to be singing. <laughs> no. All right. So we're going to start this episode and we see rolls of fabric moving along. We we're clearly at the Carousel Boutique, which is where Rarity's home base is. She's working. She's checking the clock. She's running to the window. She's just like, she's clearly waiting for something. She's got a cat named Opalescence that is evil, like most cats. <gasps> Was that the pony post? <coughs> oh, it's just you, Opal. <coughs> oh, every other day he's here like clockwork. Not today. What could possibly be holding him up? And she's looking out the window and up like a creeper pops Pinkie Pie. <coughs> what? What indeed? I bet you're wondering what warrants such a welcome. Well, that welcome is warranted by a pony that whisked up a warm batch of strawberry cinnamon cilantro cupcakes. Ew. <laughs> Ew. No. Okay, I'm not a big cilantro fan. Like, I'm okay with it. I'm not offended by it. But you just ruined strawberry and cinnamon. I love cilantro. I love cinnamon. And I love strawberries. Uh-huh. In no way should any of those three flavors be combined together in any form. No. Mm-mm. I would make the argument for like a strawberry glaze on a on a cinnamon bun, but sure. at no at no point in time does cilantro come into that equation. I could see a strawberry like salsa with cilantro. That could be great. Yes. But that's that's if you're one of those people that doesn't get like the soapy cilantro taste. True. If you're not a super taster. Oh yeah, that's what that means. I forget. That's what that means. And I feel like that's not the best descriptor for it like i get this i didn't use to i get the soapy taste now but people will be like oh are you picking up on the elements are you getting like the umami of this dish i'm like no no it tastes like garbage gross (laughs) so pinkie pie takes a giant bite of this disgusting thing that strangely sickening flavor combination sounds just as bad as it tastes and so then she swallows it she sticks out her tongue and it's covered in spots So I came here to offer you some. Thank you, Pinky. Uh, Yeah. Like, here's this gross thing. It's like when you're like, ew, this smells horrible. Smell this. Oh, yes. I mean, like, I get it, but ew. 
After that visually descriptive and disturbing endorsement, I'll pass. Oh, I almost forgot. I had this letter for you, Rarity. The post pony was going to deliver it, but after a strawberry cinnamon cilantro cupcake, he was kind of feeling queasy. And since I was heading over here anyways, I figured I'd do it for him. There you go. And the entire time, Rarity is just like, letter, letter, just give me the letter. <laughs> Gimme. So Rarity like rips tears, it up as quickly as she can. She tears it open. As you do with mail. Of course. Like, that's how you open mail. Mm-hmm. Well, you for sure do it with cartoon mail. <laughs> yeah. Cause, and we didn't get to see a male pony. I want to see a whole family of male delivery ponies. We've had like four different ones. I wonder like if, if there's like a great like... Montague and Capulet feud between like the USPS pony and the UPS pony and like <laughs> that would be amazing. There's a huge divide. Like the FedEx pony is so not interested in any of this. <laughs> well, later this season we have the Hooffields and the McColts. That family <gasps> rivalry. Yeah, that's oh. happening. So Rarity starts reading to herself. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> got what? Oh, I have been holding out for the perfect location, and it finally became available. So now I can fulfill my dream of opening a boutique in Canterlot. Woo! I'm so excited! I think I'm going to lose my cupcakes! And she runs away, because she's clearly about to barf. <laughs> my little pony, my little pony. Uh, uh, uh. All right, so we ride the Friendship Express. We're, we're riding the Friendship Express train a lot this season. Oh, we have the cutie map. We're going all over the we're, place. We've we got just, places to go. We're traveling a lot. And so <laughs> we see the main six, minus Rarity, are showing up to Rarity's new location. Rarity's such a savvy business pony. I'm so impressed she used the huge bonus she earned making the costume for Sapphire Shores' equestrian-wide tour to open the second boutique. Thank you, Expo Twilight, for all of the exposition we need. <laughs> when it's not her episode, that's her function. Well, I, they, I do like the explain where she got the money to open the boutique. Like, did she get a loan? What? How did this work? Yeah. How does money work in Equestria? We have no idea. We really don't. They call everything bits. Yeah, that's... that's mm, mm. The thing about that is, like, they don't really clearly delineate the, the money structure, but there's still very clearly a class structure and, like, a societal structure it's it's weird oh for sure because we're in the fancy town this is camelot yeah. this is where the castles are the princesses live here yeah this is a big deal i mean where else would you have a couture boutique fact so we we go inside the the new boutique and they're all just like enamored by how pretty it is there's lots of cupcakes there's all these drapes everywhere i take it from your reaction that you like the boutique it's lovely gosh rarity I know hard work when I see it, and it looks like you worked your hooves to the nub. And Pinkie Pie starts examining Rarity's hooves. <laughs> I don't know. These hooves don't look nubby. They look like they've scrubbied and buffied and pettied. Well, despite my nubby, scrubby, buffy, pony petty, I actually have been working very hard. However, I could never have gotten the boutique ready for the grand opening without the help of my new manager, Sassy Saddles. And up from a balcony, we see a unicorn pony that is very, very posh and looks exactly like Emily Blunt's character in The Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Yeah. She's a more slender unicorn. She's got red-orange hair and she's wearing like a black leather outfit with an actual gold saddle on it. Which raises so many questions. Not the gold part, but the leather part. I have questions. 
I know. Because <laughs> cows exist in this universe. And are like, are we gonna meet the Tanner pony or like I don't oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean like the food is like hay burgers and oat fries. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Sassy Saddles is voiced by Kelly Sheridan. She does the voice of Starlight Glimmer, who is our she's our main villain from uh this season's opener, season five. Bust my buttons, Rarity. The ponies from Ponyville. Oh, oh, hi. I knew I needed a manager for Canterlot Carousel. So when Sassy showed me her resume and I saw that she worked on all of the finest boutiques in Canterlot, I hired her right on the spot. I then laid out a plan, or pattern, as we say in the fashion biz, for Canterlot Carousel so that Rarity's boutique will be guaranteed success and those doors will never, ever, ever close. All right. She's very organized. She's got plan of attack. Here's my question. She's worked for all of the top boutiques. Why is she not still there? Correct. That's a red flag. Well, and she makes a big point to say never, ever, ever close. So, wow, Sassy, your attention to detail is truly impressive. I've already put a pin in the first piece of the pattern. Beautify the boutique. But next is a very crucial pattern piece. Marketing to the mares. Turns out that every pony here loves royalty. No fucking shit, dum-dum. <laughs> You're in the rich part of town, of course. Duh. Also, just the princesses are all insanely popular across all of the kingdoms. So then Rarity goes on to uh, explain that she's created a new collection based on all of, you know, the different things in town. She's one again specifically inspired by the windows in Canterlot Castle, that commemorate Twilight's coronation. And so, like, she opens the windows and everyone sees this very pretty gown. While I've always prided myself on paying attention to detail, I've taken my latest collection to a whole new level with Rarity's Rules of TLC. Judging by this, baby, TLC stands for Tasty Licorice Candy. And she's, like, riding in on a mannequin with a half-finished dress. <laughs> Love you, Pinky. Oh, Pinkie Pie. Never change. <laughs> nope. TLC stands for... Time, love, and couture. And while I do agree that this dress has potential, I've not had enough time to give it enough love to become couture. And so she sends that dress away. Because like, it's not finished. With her magic. It's not done. But the rest of the gowns in tonight's line have met Rarity's rules and are ready to be presented. My marketing research also confirmed that customers that viewed some pony famous wearing a gown wish to own that gown for themselves. I call this piece of the pattern celebrity status. Going back to that pattern. Hardcore, huh? So Rarity asks Twilight if she'll wear the dress. If being a princess and wearing a dress can help your boutique in any way, then I say stick a pin in it. It's done. Oh, Twilight. Twilight's very sweet. Like, all right, I'll be a princess for you. Cool. No problem. That's what I do literally all day, every day. Uh, just wave at people. So they're getting ready. They're they're going to open the doors. And so Rarity goes to the door. She opens it. She's about to start talking. And Sassy Saddles jumps in front of her. Welcome to the grand opening of Canterlot Carousel. And this, this takes Rarity back a bit. Rarity makes grumpy face mm -hmm. she's a little horrified by that and the crowd is all excited and they rush into the store and as they're coming in sassy saddles is, is greeting them saying hello that sassy totally stepped on your hooves rarity oh no did she mess up that nice pony patty okay whew, 
Uh, Pinkie Pie is very concerned with these feet. <laughs> She's very concerned with the hooves. I don't think she meant to. Rarity, are you ready to reveal the collection? Is she sure she doesn't want to do it herself? <laughs> Rainbow Dash. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Fluttershy, could you help Twilight get ready? Oh, certainly. So all the customers are getting really excited and Rarity goes to the curtains and she starts presenting her stuff to the crowd. Phillies and gentle cults, I am designer and couturier Rarity. I'd like to welcome you again, <laughs> to the grand opening of Canterlot Carousel, and I'm thrilled that you're here to see my newest collection inspired by this regal city. And so Sassy Staddles starts taking all of the dresses and flying them around the room so everyone can see them. And like, they're all like, ooh, yay, but Rarity is not happy with any of this. Rarity isn't like mad about this at this point. She's just like, what is going on? I had a plan for this. It's almost like if she had communicated her plan in advance, it would have gone smoother. Yeah, she has not been talking with her employees, clearly. Yeah, but I mean, also her employees have been have been coming up with their own crazy plans. <laughs> they might believe that their uh, boss doesn't really have a plan. Well, she did just buy this thing. Eh, but and Sassy still- Saddles has been doing the lion's share of the work. Except for the construction of all of the couture she made a pattern that's it her pattern is a business plan it's got a cute name but it's a business plan and if you have any business basics at all you should know like yeah you do market research when you try to sell things it's true so everyone's getting excited and all of a sudden we meet this very posh pony Rarity! I'm Fashion Plate of Cosmere Magazine I'm so honored that Cosmere was able to do a piece on the grand opening of my boutique Well, when Sassy Saddles calls, saying she's found the latest and greatest in fashion, we hightail without fail. Now tell me all about your latest collection. Oh, it's called Rarity's Royal Regalia. Yay, alliteration. (laughs) Royally radiant. All right, so Rarity goes on to explain, you know, that everything around Candlelot has inspired her. So she pulls out a dress and Sassy pulls down a backdrop that matches it. And they just, they go through a bunch. They've got one, you know, by the castle grounds called Water Philly. She's got one about raising the sun called Tripping the Light. One about raising the moon over the moon. These could all double as beer names. Oh, yes. (laughs) Very much so. Or candles. I definitely see candles yeah. being called all of these things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or lip smackers. Yes. Lip smackers. Nail polishes. Yes. <laughs> all sorts of silly things that when they have a cute name, I'm that much more inclined to buy it. <laughs> so she finally gets to her last one that was inspired by Twilight Sparkle. And it's called The Rain in Stain. Because this dress is inspired by the stained glass window of a reigning princess. Well, I think the rain and stain is too difficult to explain, especially for the signature piece of a collection. Fuck off, sassy saddles. God. (laughs) She's doing this in front of everybody, which makes it so much worse. Seriously. Like, that's that's fireable offense in my book. In In my personal horse boutique. I would not stand for this. Your equestrian-themed dress boutique? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will not have insubordination. It's not <laughs> happening. 
I guess I can't work there because that's all you would get from me. Well, no, I hired you for that. I I recognize those leadership qualities in your interview. Okay, I'll I'll just stay in the back room and I'll just just keep my insubordination private. Yeah, no, no, just don't insubordinate me. You can insubordinate whoever else you want. I don't care. Sweet, cool. So Sassy Saddles, it's the princess dress. Oh my God, so creative. Oh my God. Oh my God. Success! Everypony, please follow me and you can all place your orders for the princess dress. And so like all the ponies start following Sassy Saddles and Rarity is highly annoyed. Rarity, I want to be the first pony to congratulate you. The princess dress has just guaranteed Canterlot Carousel success. Yay, good job. Yay. It's a mixed bag. All the main six are like cheering her on. They're super excited for her. Yay. Rarity's royal regala is amazing. And every pony seems to love the princess dress. You bet your saddle they did. Rarity now has 100 orders for her signature gown. Uh, 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 100 orders? All at one time? According to my pattern, the next piece is the success of the signature dress. So I do not see a problem. And Rarity gets like this twitchy eye. <laughs> like, oh my God, what? Applejack rightfully butts in. Uh, cupcake? All the main six go to the cupcake table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, Sassy Saddles, I would have appreciated getting to name the final gown from my collection myself. <laughs> my research shows that your rain and stain name was a play on words that was both very confusing and quite unappealing. And Rarity is annoyed, but also recognizes that she's right. The rain and stains a really bad name for a dress. It sounds like it's a dress covered in stains. Yeah. You know, it does. It's, it's... But there's like there's a big gap between rain and stain and the princess dress. Absolutely. Maybe there should have been some kind of meeting or like a focus group. Well, yes. Rarity rightfully points that out. While I see your point, we should have discussed it prior to the grand opening, Sassy. Correct. My only goal is for Canterlot Carousel to succeed. That's why I changed the name, and that is why I took all those orders for the princess dress. But but, but receiving orders for 100 dresses in one day, it, it's just too much too soon. Are you actually saying we should cancel these orders? No, Sassy. Promises were made, and I shall sew my very best to provide each and every pony a princess dress full of TLC. Oh, thank you, Rarity. Thank you. (sighs) Okay, I'm so over this bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The problem is, all of Rarity's stuff is personally handmade. Yeah, it's couture. Yeah, that's the point of couture. When you start manufacturing a whole bunch of all the same things, it's no longer couture. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. And that's not what Rarity is good at either. It's almost like we figured out why it is that uh, Sassy doesn't have all those other jobs at all those other boutiques anymore. Mm -hmm. We're starting to see a problem. Seems like maybe her pattern doesn't work. So the friends leave and Sassy Saddles is very confused. Oh, Satin and Silk Rarity, are you sure you don't want your friends to help make the dresses? What? She thinks the friends are her workforce? I mean, I know they helped like decorate the place, but like... They decorated Twilight's house a while ago. So like, come on, like that's just being a friend. Well, and this is rarity growth of she's used them to make some of her clothes. Oh, before. yes. Yes. We had that happen in a previous season. She used them as her little sweatshop. It didn't go very well. No, Sassy. These orders are my responsibility. 
All I have to do is stick to my plan so I can deliver each and every princess dress in keeping with my rules of rarity. And so she goes to her workroom and she starts to get to work and it's time for a rarity song. (laughs) The rules of rarity, guaranteed quality, this I can assure. For each and every dress, I'm bound to give finesse with time, love, and couture. And so she's sewing and she's singing along. And the song is really about how much she loves creating for ponies. Like she imagines a pony coming in and sees the perfect dress for her and they're getting excited. And so like it's that's what makes this all worthwhile for her. And so... She's looking at the pattern for success and then she sees a customer come in and Rarity gets all excited and she grabs her stuff to go help this customer get them a perfect dress. And Sassy Saddles is just like, nope, you got to work on those orders. And, you know, out in the showroom, Sassy Saddles removes the dresses that she has in the showroom and just puts the princess dress in front of their faces. And like those ponies are happy, but Rarity's heart is just breaking. So now she's in her workroom. She's got all these dresses and the colors are starting to get desaturated. And we see everyone is starting to wear the same thing around town. Like she has this line, the rules of rarity, just a parody. No dress here is unique. The panels all the same. Each colored window pane. My fashion only makes me want to shriek. That's so sad. So sad. The thing that used to bring her joy just makes her sad now. And then, you know, she sees a rainbow ray come across the workroom and now she's got this new inspiration. So she starts doing something new with the princess dress and she she finds a different shaped bead. But it makes all the difference. It's wildly different now. She just needed a little bit of inspiration. So her song her song ends and then we see a pony come in and they are they're clearly here to get their dress. Is that the customer who ordered this princess dress? I'll take care of her. You keep working. Oh, actually, I'd love to see her reaction to this particular dress. Paisley and Poplin, Rarity, look at all the orders you still have to finish. And you want to break now? All of the fabric puns. Yes. So many I, fabric puns. I, I respect that. <laughs> She's the Emily Blunt pony. Which is funny, because Emily Blunt played a unicorn in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just that I made some really lovely changes to You did what? But every princess dress is supposed to be exactly the same. Yes, yes, I know, but these gems just spoke to me, and I- Fine, go see her reaction. Fucking sassy. Oh my god, you bitch. You are a bitchy horse. Ugh. So we go into the showroom, and Rarity's there to greet this pony. Hello, and welcome to Canterlot Carousel. I am so pleased to present to you your... Princess dress, finally! I've been simply desperate to get this ever since I saw Princess Twilight wearing it on your... Wait a minute. There's something different. Well, as an artiste, I did take the liberty to change a few minor details. And this pony is like, oh, really? Another person who doesn't understand couture at all! No! Now, I'm going to be fair to... The pony that we know as Cayenne here. Yes. Yes, she doesn't understand couture. Mm-hmm. But she ordered something very specific. I'm not arguing that point. She Correct. didn't. She wasn't given what she had requested, what she had ordered. But if you go into a couture boutique and the seamstress says, I made some changes because I am a couture artist, 
Yeah. Like, dude, if you want the same thing, go to the Bonton. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got time for this. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I saw these gems glistening in the light and they just spoke to me. Aren't they lovely and so unique? <sighs> they're fine, but they're not what I ordered, are they? She has a point. N- no, no, they're not. I want the dress to be exactly like the one Princess Twilight wore. Understand? And then, yes. like, she shows her the magazine ad, you know, for the dress. Which my favorite thing is Twilight has this very fake, I guess I'm gonna smile. I'm a pony model. Twilight's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I feel like the implication of, like, everybody wants the dress that Twilight has is like, oh, she's endorsing this because she likes it and would wear it. Twilight don't give a shit. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Twilight would be super happy if she got a different beach. She'd be like, oh, cool. Thanks. Pretty! Like, that's all. T- <laughs> Twilight's like, I, it's pretty. I like it. The shiny. She's so talented, Rarity. Yeah, that's all she's got. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Rarity's like, yeah, okay. And she just puts her head down, practically dragging her horn on the floor. And she goes back into the workroom and she dumps the dress in the bin with the other one she made. Oh. And so we get this little pre- reprise of her song and she's just so bored. And like she feels like every dress she makes has a flaw and a mistake. And we see the townspeople like they're walking through like this changing booth that like comes down and just pops a dress on them, pops a dress on them. And they just keep walking out of the store in a line. And this has just broken her heart mm-hmm. like she doesn't care anymore. She's not following her rules. We come to the end of her little song. She's sewing. We've got this big line of dresses and she has finished the orders her her inbox is empty raving rickrack rarity you made 200 princess dresses yes isn't it spectacular and i have a special surprise for you the latest issue of cosmere magazine just hit the stands now we know something is wrong with rarity because her mane is unkempt yeah when rarity's hair is not in order she's not okay She's she's not okay. Something has gone terribly wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canterlot's newest rising star. And in the hour since the magazine's come out, we've gotten another hundred orders for the princess dress. And she just drops them in the box. One hundred more princess dresses. I'm the Cosmere cover pony. I have the most successful shop in Canterlot. I've gotten everything I ever wanted. I'm miserable. <laughs> How could you possibly be miserable? My pattern is perfect. Cosmere cover pony, done. You have a signature gown, the princess dress of success. I don't want to make another hundred princess dresses. I have a piece for that. Assemble the assembly line. You'll never have to sew again. What? No. Yes, then the Canterlot carousel never closes and Sassy Saddles Boutique succeeds. Stop. This is not your boutique. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. And if this is what success in Canterlot looks like, I want no part of it. Now make up flyers for a going out of business sale. I'm closing Canterlot Carousel. What? No! You can't, Rarity. I, I've worked too hard to make this a success. I can't be a part of another failed boutique. Whoa. Oh, this bitch a fraud. Red flag. Fraud. I'm not going to say fraud, but clearly every time she's gone somewhere, she has a reverse Midas touch. Yeah. She she exaggerated on her resume. So like, yeah, you worked in some great boutiques. Are those boutiques still open? Nope, they're not. And like her plan is not bad. No. But her plan is not for somebody like Rarity. Exactly. Rarity wants to make unique pieces for the individual ponies. Not bespoke. like will she make this yes, bespoke. 
Would she make the same dress twice? Sure. A hundred times? No. She doesn't want to be that person. Mm. That horse. She doesn't want to be that horse. That pony. That pony. (laughs) Rarity starts walking through the store and she removes all the princess dresses and she puts back her original ones on the mannequin everywhere. Oh, don't you look lovely. Nice to see you out here again. Seems Sassy Saddles isn't rushing to open the door this time. It's Hmm. like this is Rarity talking to the dresses. And so she goes and she opens the doors. Welcome to the going out of business sale of Cantalot Carousel. And all the ponies just run into the store. Stampede! Hey, is this princess dress on sale? Oh, no, I'm sorry. The princess dress has been discontinued. But there are plenty of other lovely dresses on sale today. And so we meet our first rando pony option of the week, Moonlight Raven. Um, (laughs) You can only describe her as a goth pony because she's very dark and she speaks like Maud. And she goes to the Luna dress. Whoa, this dress completely speaks to my soul. Can I try it on? Certainly. The dressing area is right back there. And then we get another pony who, uh, she sounds like a valley girl. And she's, she's interested in the Celestia dress. This is the most amazing of amazing dresses. Just looking at it brightens my day. And I'm sure you'll feel even brighter once you try it on. And then we have another pony with glasses who's kind of looking at the rack and is a little discouraged. Do you still have this inspiration dress that is in the new issue of Cosmere? Oh, yes, I do. It's it's right here. That's in the belfry. I have to try it on. Then we cut to the ponies have tried on their dresses. We have Moonlight Raven. Whoa, this dress makes me feel like a princess. And this dress makes me feel like a princess. It's so cute. And now we meet our second rando pony option called Citrus Blush. She's a cute little orange pony with a compact cutie mark. This gown is completely beautiful, but it totally clashes with my complexion. Hmm. Perhaps you'd be more taken with this one. It was inspired by the fountain in the Canterlot Castle Garden. I call it the Fountain of Truth. And Rarity has pulled out the dress that Pinkie Pie was previously riding on. That's exactly what I've been dreaming of. Oh, well, then I'll finish it and this gown shall be yours. How can I have forgotten? This is what I've been dreaming about. And so now we see her walking through the store as all the ponies are shopping her special designs and she sings her song a little bit more. And she's just so excited to be dressing all these different ponies. I love this so much for Rarity. I I do too. And like, I think this is one of the things that particularly when you're in a creative field, you forget that it isn't always about the success. It's supposed to be in part about the actual craft and doing the thing. It's a very delicate balance. Yes. And it speaks so much to Rarity's Mm -hmm. central character point on this show. Mm -hmm. I think this is the important part. Rarity is all about generosity. And this is a moment of... She, she's been generous with her friends mm-hmm. and with some of the more notable people in Ponyville, but this is a real pure moment of generosity from her where we're seeing the motivation for why she wants to do this. It's not just about creating beautiful things mm-hmm. as much anymore as it is about creating beautiful things to see other ponies be excited by it. Well, see, we she's just made what speaks to her, and then she's found the right dress to go with the right pony. Yeah. So, yeah. And then it's just like she did. She got everything she wanted, and she's miserable because this is not how she wants to work. Because she wants to give ponies that special experience yeah. of 
the thing that they've always dreamed of having. Mm -hmm. And again, it, it just ties back to her central character motive so much. It's really nice to see because I don't know that we've had as completely 100% pure a moment as that throughout the series. Hmm. Maybe. I'm angling for my points. Can you tell, Kate? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I will say from what I know from Wikipedia is that her thing was originally supposed to be inspiration and they decided that, that was too complex for children and that's why they switched it to generosity. So this episode particularly, I think, really, really, really leans into the inspiration part. Yes. Well, and it, it makes sense. Um, Rarity, part of my, my problem with Rarity's existence in the beginning is that they also really wanted a pony that they could do fashion with. They needed a pony for fashion for merchandising. And that just rubs me the wrong freaking way. Mm. I just, no, thank you. No, thank you, Hasbro. But I will admit this is this is it's looking good for Rarity. <laughs> so Rarity's heart is soaring. She finishes her little song. Attention, every pony! Canterlot Carousel will not be closing. And all the ponies are cheering, Yay! and like we're spanning them, and then we get to Moonlight Raven. But this stuff's still on sale, right? <laughs> yes, yes, of course. It's, a, it's an important question. It's true. It is. I mean, like, oh, you changed your mind, but like, I'm still getting a deal, right? Rarity is we're like, well, no, of course, we're going to keep the deal going because I want you to have this wonderful moment. Yeah. So Sassy Saddles has been watching all of this and has been a little shocked and probably inspired. Oh, Rarity, I'm so sorry. I focused on that one dress and the rest of Rarity's royal regalia paid the price. Well, so did the princess dress. The more I sold, the more each dress lost its time, love, and couture, becoming terrible, lackluster, and common. Wowzers. What a great bit of writing. That's accurate. I love... They've played with alliteration this entire episode, and to tie it back in at that moment... <laughs> yeah, they, they kept the TLC. Love it. This is a kid's show. It's a kid's show, but they're just... We shouldn't... The writing shouldn't be that good. What kid and what kid show is going to know that this is the Emily Blunt pony from Double Wish Prada? <laughs> oh, I would guarantee that they absolutely knew that when they wrote her. <laughs> oh, no, the characters did, but I don't think the kids would know that to pick it up. Oh, yeah, no, no. They're, no. Just, they're yeah. just like, ooh, pretty unicorn. Yeah. I think I finally understand the rules of rarity and will apply them at my next job. I <gasps> beg your pardon. The rules of rarity are only to be applied at Canterlot Carousel which is why you must continue to manage the boutique while I'm in Ponyville. Ponyville? Well, yes, I'll come to Canterlot with new designs and to see the customers, of course, but Ponyville was always going to be my home base. <gasps> Bobbins and Bobkins, Rarity. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and I promise to run everything following your rules. I would expect nothing less. And then we get what looks like a doodle of a <laughs> pony come in. Oh my gosh, a sale! Do you have the princess dress? No. no. And that pony called Woe Nelly, who is cutie mark is of herself, <laughs> uh, is just kind of like shrugs and just goes about shopping. <laughs> All right. So first, Kate, we need to know who your random pony of the week is. Is it going to be Moonlight Raven or Citrus Blush? Oh, it's so hard picking between two character stereotypes. Goth kid or valley girl. Goth kid or valley girl. <laughs> I gotta say Citrus Blush only because the name doesn't immediately give away the entirety of what you're getting. I love it. Good. Like, Moonlight Raven, 
I guarantee Moonlight Raven is somebody's pen name in Middle America High School right now. Probably. I love sorry, her not so sorry. I, oh, I love her too, because she reminds me so much of myself and my favorite pony mod. But no, I love it. I love it. Well, and that's the thing. That's too recognizable. Like they, I'm, I'm fine with this. Love it. I love it. Yeah. This is why we let our guests choose. It's because true. Because we, we go for the obvious ones sometimes, or we just go for the ones that make us super happy. So now we got to talk about our rarity rating. <laughs> so again, she started the episode at a six. I've got to argue for a full point boost here. Okay. My logic is, as we talked about, it's not only, you know, it'd be a half point if we're just seeing her learning this lesson. She's still positive the entire way through the episode, but she's just learning a lesson about it. Mm -hmm. But we're also getting at that core personality trait, and we're really expanding upon that for the series. It's something that we don't always touch on with her character, and it's frustrating when they don't, because it's such a unique place for them to build upon. Mm -hmm. So to really go after generosity in that way and to look at it from the creative standpoint of what she does very specifically mm -hmm. as it relates to people outside the main six and the princesses and those types of places that we've seen her get points, mm -hmm. I think we have to give her a point there. Kate, what's your feeling? I would argue half point. I don't fully disagree with you, David, but I also like coming in not having the like full background. I did not walk away from this going, oh, she learned a lesson about generosity. Like she she learned that the thing that she enjoyed doing as an artistic endeavor needed to remain reasonably pure and untouched for her to enjoy it. But I didn't I was not like, man, she's so generous that she wants to continue making like tweaking her designs for the people i knew rarity was getting she, she was bumping up this week i'm gonna go with the half point because she does a really great job but she doesn't learn a lesson she teaches somebody else this lesson that's fair oh. but it's an important lesson and i i do love talking about like getting back to like focus on the thing that you love not the success or like hitting these milestones or benchmarks that look successful to other people because they can make you miserable mm -hmm. you can find success yeah. in doing you, things the way you love them. you define success for yourself and when you have a manager their job is to look at what you do see how it works and how good it is uh -huh. and then to take that and find a way to translate that yeah, into, like, and, into financial or whatever other success exactly and how do we work together to let you do the thing that you're really great at and also make it profitable yeah and if you can't figure that out, then you don't need to do it that way. Yeah. End of episode, she is at a 6.5. Kate, thank you so much for being here. If people want more of Kate's awesomeness, where can people get more Kate awesome? People can find Kate awesome at... Uh, <laughs> I am I am Garrett on Kids on Bikes. Yeah. Just, I honestly, my, my big thing right now is showing up on other people's podcasts and saying things that I'll probably regret later. So you can find me online at Argon Kitten, A-R-G-O-N, like the element, kitten, like the little fuzzy thing. Anytime I have something, I'll just put it up there. I'm just trying to boost my follower count at this point. It's awesome. <laughs> it's quality follow. Go do it. It's quality follows. It's a lot of wrestling retweets and uh, quality stuff. All good things. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, everypony. Bye.
Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.